Hello, welcome to episode 12 of the Schmied and Stu podcast. I am Schmied. And I am Stu. Yes, you are Schmied. You got that right. I got it right for once, as if I don't ever get my own name right. Well, it's not my own <laughs> name, is it? It's not, it's not a real name, it's just a nickname. Um, well, I have a good question for you in a way. Okay. I say in a way, because it could be quite sad. Um, Captain Sir Tom Moore died today. Yes, let, let he rest in peace. And I wanted to talk about all the impact he had. Okay. And I wanted to know, um, did he inspire you? Um, I definitely think he's an inspiration to the nation. Uh, mm. I think he is, especially with coronavirus being so impactful on society and mental health and well-being and stuff like that, I think he was someone who you could look at as an imp- inspiration on the news. Like he was, he was the one good positive piece of news during the whole of the pandemic so far. Yeah. Um, so that kind of can brighten up your day a little bit. I'd say personally as an inspiration, I think obviously I think he's an admirable character, but I do yeah. think, I think, I don't know if this sounds stupid, but my inspiration, I, I feel like I find a lot of inspiration in music. So yeah. I, w- I wouldn't say that he's been as influential to me as I think he has been to other people. Yeah, um, because he always used to say, um, tomorrow will be a good day. And that, that's yeah, a good that's saying, a good. That's it? a good saying. I like that. Yeah. yeah. And tomorrow um, will be a good day. Hopefully, I don't know what I'm doing tomorrow, but yeah. Uh, I hope you have school tomorrow. <laughs> oh yeah, I do have that. And uh, bringing me on to, the, I'm going to ask a few small questions for the start of the episode this time. Okay. So, the second question is, do you ever go on walks on your own at night? Um, in, in graveyards and alleyways? Uh, certainly not graveyards and alleyways. Um, I would say, I I don't know, I don't really get out of the house much. I'm, I'm a bit bad with that. Um, I, I, I should improve a bit. I think the last time I went out was... The last time I left this house was... Um, oh. I want to say... It was... Oh, why am I so stumped on this? Hmm. I've, I, I had my IT exam, and that was, like, mid-January. Yeah. So, I feel like I've been out another time, though. I can't remember, though. But I think, as a safe guess, it's about two weeks since I've been out of the house. Yeah, yeah. I think that was the same with me until I went out. And um, we got to homework from performing arts or drama, whatever you want to call it. And they said, go out and soak in the atmosphere. So my, what I did was I went out in the daytime and I went to exactly the same places in the nighttime and uh, saw what the difference was. No, there was a big difference. There was a very big difference. <laughs> Let me tell you a funny story. I was walking through the churchyard bit and I had this torch. Um, it was it was quite dark and then I shone the light up and it made me jump and I like physically jumped and there was this silhouette but it was for like it was for a World War One Memorial Day but it was right in front of me and if I would have walked carried on walking I would have walked into it. But it made me okay. jump, it was there. Oh. Jump scare. You've been jump scared. I know, I got jump jump scared by a piece of metal. Speaking of jump scares, have you ever played Five Nights at Freddy's? No. How much um have you played it then? I haven't played it like a super large amount of time. 
I have I have got it on Steam. I did buy it because it was about three Steamed quid at the time. Ham. We're not getting onto that steamed ham. Actually, I could probably recite that quite close. Go on then. Because there's a few things that I can recite very well. I know the Michael Rosen rap completely off by heart. Go like on, that, look special. Oh, do I have to? You volunteered. I didn't tell you to do this. Well, I didn't volunteer. I just said I could do it. Maybe exactly. on a, maybe on a special episode I can bring it up if you remember. Oh, this is a very special episode, Adam. Is it? Yeah. Every episode's a special episode. Okay. Um, right. Uh, there, there's, I'm good at the first bit of steamed hams. The end. The end of it is um, isn't so good. And also, if you don't, if you didn't know what um, steamed hams is, it's like a Simpsons sketch which involves um, Principal Skinner and was it? Yeah, it's, it's Seymour Skinner and yeah. Superintendent Chalmers. So uh, Principal Skinner, who's the principal of the elementary school in Springfield, and then Superintendent Chalmers, which is like his boss. Yeah. Um, I'm it's the, the end of it is the bit that I get wrong where it well, gets onto like the Aurora Barry but the first I know quite well so it's um, the, the doorbell rang so it's well Seymour I made it despite your directions uh, Superintendent Chalmers welcome I hope you prepared for an unforgettable luncheon oh gosh my roast is ruined but what if I were to purchase fast food and disguise it as my own cooking <laughs> so like this is delightfully devilish Seymour and then it goes into like an interlude song. Um, do you want me to do the song? Because it's quite, it's quite go fun. Go on, go on. It goes, do 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 do. Skinner with his crazy explanations, and Superintendent's gonna need his medication when he hears Skinner's lame exaggerations. There'll be trouble in town tonight. Oh, I like that. It's a bit jazzy. Yeah. And then it goes, Seymour, Superintendent Chalmers. <laughs> I was just uh, stretching my calves on the windowsill. Isometric exercise. Care to join me? Why I was going to tell you a fact. I was going to uh, tell you a fact. Oh. I, I forgot but to I'm tell you. But I'm mid-script. I know, but I've, I've just got this fact that I have to tell you. You have um, to tell it. Season 32 of The Simpsons, uh, Skinner and Chalmers drive past a restaurant called Steamed Ham on the motorway. And they put it in as a That is a nice niche reference. I like it. And do it was want... in the news. Do you want me to continue, or should we get on to our story? Um, it's up to you. Where was I? I was... I did the song. So then it was, um... Seymour! Uh... Superintendent, I was just uh, stretching my calves on the windowsill. Isometric exercise. Ketter joined me. Why is there smoke coming out of your anthem, Seymour? Uh, oh, that isn't smoke. That's steam. Steam from the steamed clams we're having. Mmm, steamed clams. I think it was like a... Dun-dun-dun! As, uh... Seymour runs off to Krusty Burger. Uh, and then it goes, Whew, Superintendent Chalmers, I hope you're ready for a mouth-watering hamburgers. I thought we were having steamed clams. Oh, no, I said steamed hams. That's what I call hamburgers. You call hamburgers steamed hams? Uh, yes, it's a regional dialect. Uh-huh, uh, what region? Uh, upstate New York? Really? Well, I'm from Utica, and I've never heard anyone use the phrase steamed hams. <laughs> oh, no, not in Utica, no, it's an Albany expression. I see. You know, these hamburgers are quite similar to the ones they have at Krusty Burger. Oh no, patented Skinner Burgers. Old family recipe. Four steamed hams. Yes. Yes, and you call them steamed... You, ah, you call them steamed hams, despite the fact they are obviously grilled. You know, one thing I should say... Excuse me for one second. Of course. Ah, well, that was wonderful. A good time was had by all. I'm pooped. Yes, I should be going, Good Lord, what is happening in there? 
Aurora Borealis? Aurora Borealis, at this time of year, at this time of day, in this part of the country, localized entirely within your kitchen. Yes. May I see it? No. And then you've got the mum in the background. Seymour, the house is on fire! <laughs> no, mother, it's just the northern lights. <laughs> well, Seymour, you are an odd fellow, but I must say, you steam a good ham. Help! Yeah, and that's the end. I feel like we've got, we've still got a bit of discussion time left, and you've recited some things, so I'm, I'm going to recite something as well. I could do Michael and rap if you really want me to as well, because I, I do know that, like, purely perfect. Like, I will perfect. sing you a little ditty for your entertainment, if you like. For my entertainment? Yes. Go it's, for it's it. It's a song from the world of Disney. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to, uh, you'll know what it is, so um, I'll, I'll need you uh, to sing. Um, oh, you need me in this as well. You can join in if you want, but I'm, I'm going to start it off. So, you know what I'm saying, don't you? The seaweed is always greener in somebody else's lake. You dream about going up there, but that is a big mistake. Just look at the world around you, right here on the ocean floor. Such wonderful things surround you. What more is you looking for? Uh-oh, under the sea. Under the sea. Darling, it's better than where it's water. Take it from me. From me. Up on the shore they work all day. Out in the sun they slave away. While we're devoting full time to floating under the sea. Down here all the fish is happy. As off through the waves they row, the fish on the land ain't happy, cause they stuck in their bowl. But, uh, but fish in the bowl is lucky, they in for a worse fate. One day when their boss get hungry, guess who gonna be on their plate? Oh I'm gonna say, <laughs> under the sea, nobody but beat us, fry us and eat us, eat us in the galaxy. We what the land folks love to cook. Under the sea we off the hook. We got the troubles, life is the bubbles. Under the sea, under the sea, under the sea, under the sea. Since life is sweet here, we got the beating naturally, naturally. Even the sturgeon and the ray, they got the urge and start to play. We got the spirit, we got to hear it. Under the sea. And then it goes, the newt played the flute, the cat played the hop, the place played the bass, the sound in the shop, the bass played the brass, the chub played the tub, the fluke is the duke of soul, the ray he can play the lings on the strings, the trout trout walking out the back fish, he sings the smelt and the sprat, they know where it's at, and oh that blowfish blow, under the sea, <laughs> I'm nearly finished, oh, my <laughs> under the sea. When the sardine it's music to me, music to me, to do what have they got? A lot of sand. We got a hot crustacean band. Each little clum here know how to jump here under the sea. Each little slug here cutting a rug here. Each little snake here know how to well here. That's why it's hotter under the water. You're in luck. Ah, uh, that's the end of it. Under the sea. <laughs> under the sea. I'm do you want to do anything else? I'm very tempted to just change this episode to Schmeen's Do Song Time. We could do Schmeen's Do Karaoke. I mean, oh it's an option. We've already started now. I, I, don't, I don't think we, we... With this vibe going, I don't think we can t talk about anything else. Maybe we'll do a finale of our classic song. Yeah, the finale will be our classic song, but I need the Michael Rosen rap to be heard. 
Are we ready? Okay. Because this is like, I am a master at a Michael Rosenrath. Oh, go on. You may think I'm happy, you may think I'm sad, you may think I'm crazy, you may think I'm mad, but hold on to your seats and listen right here. I'm going to tell you something that's going to burn your ears. Hip, hop, hip, hop, hop. I'm telling I'm giving you all the Michael Rosenrath. I was born on the 7th of May, I remember very well that awful day, I was in my mother, curled up tight, and I have to say it was as dark as night, nothing to do, didn't want to breathe, nothing to do, didn't want to leave, then I hear some person shout, one push Mrs. Rosen and he'll be out, I'm telling you, that was a puzzle to me, I shouted out loud, how do you know I'm he, the doctor said, good lord, he can talk, I popped up my head and said, watch me walk, I juked and jived around that room, balam, bam, bulam, bali, bidi, bidi, hip, hop, hip, hop, hap, I'm giving you all the micros and rap, rap. When I was one, I swam the English Channel. When I was two, I ate a soapy flannel. When I was three, I started getting thinner. When I was four, I ate the dog's dinner. When I was five, I was in a band playing drums. When I was six, I ate a bag of plums. When I was seven, I robbed a bank with my sister. When I was eight, I became prime minister. When I was nine, I closed all the schools. When I was ten, they called me King of the Fools. And that's what I am. That's what I'll be with an M, with an I, with a K, with an E. That's what I am. That's what I'll be. Mr. Mike, Mr. Mike, and Mr. Rosen, Mr. Me. Hip, hop, hip, hop, hop. I'm giving you all the micros and rap, 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 rap. So we will stick with the topic we've got for this episode. But okay. <laughs> before we do get onto that, I feel like we do owe the viewers our, our signature song. Do you? I think we have to. Yeah, I, th- I think we have to. We've, we've put ourselves in this position, and we, we talk about this all the time. We did it in sick form once, and Mr. Beadle uh, heard us through the floor. Yeah, that was interesting. Are you ready? Uh, no, hold on, I want to get... I don't want to mess it up. I want... Where's the dumb lyric sheet I had? I printed out a lyric sheet to this. And we're doing the normal version, not I wouldn't touch nothing. Yeah, that, that was an issue. Uh... <laughs> Why do you have to bring that up? <laughs> there was a version out there called I wouldn't touch nothing if I didn't touch you. It's not <laughs> sexual, I promise. <laughs> and then you printed two out, and then... Yeah. <laughs> I just remembered the line of um, what line? For years I have touched your legs and your arms. <laughs> Everyone touches you, you know. You know. Okay, right. Are we ready? You know the song now. It's uh, I, if I didn't have you, originally by Billy Crystal and John Goodman. Billy Crystal playing um, Mike Wazowski's voice. John John Goodman. I can't remember who's who, but we'll, we'll go with it. Billy Crystal if you're singing, is. Uh, I won't sing if I'm singing. You don't sing, or it, there's sometimes there's together bits, but you know. Billy Crystal is uh, Mike Krasowski. Yeah, but I, I know, I've just literally just got the Google version black and white up. Ah, <laughs> uh, fair enough. Okay. Uh, yeah, we might not know who's his. Who's Wait, I start, who. don't I? Yeah, you do start. I you're think I know the Mike. basics. If I were a rich man, with a minute or two. I'd live in a penthouse in a room. Wait, that's my line. Is that my line? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's my line. We're screwing uh, it already. This is meant to be our thing, Stuart. What's meant to be our thing? This song is meant to be our iconic go-to thing. Should we start that again? You yeah, said my lines do. Mind what you, I'm ready, bang, bump, bump, bump. Wait, what's your line? I'd live in a penthouse. That's when I start. Okay, yeah, let's start that again. Okay. If I were a rich man with a million or two I'd live in a penthouse in a room with a view And if I were handsome No way! It could happen 
Those dreams do come true. I just punched my mic. I wouldn't have nothing if I didn't have you. Wouldn't have nothing if I didn't have. Wouldn't have nothing if I didn't have. Wouldn't have nothing. Can I tell you something? Yes. For years I have envied. Your green wit. Your grace and your charm. Everyone loves you, you know. Yes, I know, I know, I know. But I must admit it. Big guy, you always come through. I wouldn't have nothing if I didn't have you. You and me together. That's how it always should be. One without the other. Don't mean nothing to me. Nothing to me. Yeah, I wouldn't be nothing. If I didn't have you, Tesso, I'm just a punky little eyeball and a funky optic nerve. Hey, I never told you this. Sometimes I get a little blue. Looks good on you. But I wouldn't have nothing if I didn't have you. Let's dance. Oh. Look, Ma, I'm dancing. Would you let me lead? I can't remember the expert. Don't you oh, dare don't, dip me. Don't you dare dip me, don't you dare dip me, don't you dare dip me. Ow, I should have stretched. Yes, I wouldn't be nothing if I didn't have you. I know what you mean, Sully, because... I wouldn't know where to go. Me too, because well, I... I know what to do. Why'd you keep singing my part? I don't have, have to, to say it. Say it anyway. Because we, we both know it's true. I wouldn't have nothing if I didn't have you. I wouldn't have nothing if I didn't have you. I wouldn't have nothing if I didn't have Wouldn't have nothing if I didn't have you. One more time. It worked. It worked, yes. I don't have to say it. Where'd everybody come from? I hope we both know it's true. Let's take it home, big guy. I wouldn't have nothing if I didn't have. I wouldn't have nothing if I didn't have. I wouldn't have nothing if I didn't have you. You, you, you. A E I O. That means you. Yeah. What? I only just got that bit at the end. That's all the vowels, isn't it? Yeah. Well, minus yeah, minus the U, apart from the very end where it actually does say U. Well, the viewers have now heard our signature song. I'm going to have to do so much editing in order to get this lined up. <laughs> I know. Like, this is probably... Like, if I, can find, if I can find a backing track as well and shove that on, I'm going to get copyright flagged. <laughs> oh, God. You don't need to. Just, um... I'll yeah. just try. I'll just try and match it up as best as I can, but it's going to be out of time. I can guarantee it. And my editing is going to take Rapp. hours. Michael Rose and Rap. We've got Under the Sea. We've got Steamed Hams now. Steamed Hams will be fine. Michael Rose and Rap will be fine. Um, Under the Sea might need a little work, and then this was going to need a, like an hour's work. <laughs> yeah. Edit, but I'll manage it. Yeah. So I think that leads nicely into our topic. Does it? <laughs>
Um, we like getting results, and I remember a day in 2019 in August where we yes. went to a room and Mrs. M was sitting in the room for some reason at a table um, yep. giving out results. Yeah. GCC what? results day. Why was she just sitting there? Um, well, if you had, if you didn't have enough points to get into sixth form, you'd just talk to her and she'd oh. like negotiate stuff. Oh, so she's like Alan Sugar. Kinda, I guess. Um, but it was interesting for me anyway, because in order to do um, four subjects, you had to get a certain amount of points. Yeah. Um, I think I've got my uh, results thing here, actually. Yeah, oh. I've got it on my desk. So I can open it up. Adam Ead, 11M. Yeah. Oh, M, I remember when we were in M. We're both in M. Uh, where is it? That's my timetable of when I had my exams. And then I'm pretty sure this here is the actual results. Oh, I've got loads of other... Oh, this is just where I crammed all my random stuff. Like, I've got tutor awards certificate stuff. Oh, what I've were got... your tutor awards for? I had 11M in autumn 2018 for always being amazing. Oh. Actually, I had that in both summer 2018 and autumn 2018, so that's both 10M and 11M. Yeah. Then 100% attendance in... Autumn 2018, summer 2018, and spring 2019. Oh. So look at me. Uh, then I've got some... What else have I got here? I've got a couple of sheets about how um, the units were supposed to go for A-level subjects. This is media studies and computer science. Well, it's actually IT. Uh, then I've got some flashcards in there for some reason. Um, yeah. And that timetable, and then I'm pretty sure this is it here. Yep, here we go. So I can actually work out how many points you were supposed to get, because I remember how many I was supposed to get in order to um, get in. Uh, I think you needed 66. No, that seems too 66? high. 66? No, I'm it, sure. It's, it was it for was... four subjects. It was like, no, it was like, it like 40 something. I don't know why I said I'm sure it was 40 or 50 something. I thought it was 52. Well, I'm trying to work it out because I've got, I've got an extra subject in my further maths. Yeah. So I'm trying to work this out um, because I know whatever points that I did get. Actually, I'll just say it on this piece of paper, surely. Uh... Yeah, you needed to get a certain amount of points to study three subjects and a certain amount of points to study four subjects. And my GCT results, I think, were pretty consistent. They were pretty nice. Uh, yeah. Mine were a big range, but anyway. But the issue is is that to, to do four subjects, you had to have an average of something like 6.8 throughout all your subjects. Yeah. And I think because I got a 5 in German... Yeah. It meant that once you tallied everything up, because I didn't get an 8 or higher, the highest I got was a 7, but yeah. I just got a lot of 7s. So yeah. that's equivalent to an 8, by the way. So I, I got one 8. <laughs> uh, yeah, you've actually got one GC with a higher rating than I did. Well done. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but you've uh, got better overall, but I got better yeah. in one. 
But what it meant is that I was one point out of what I was supposed to get to do four subjects. Um, but I did meet the, the minimum entry requirements for the subjects you did choose to study. Yeah. So basically, I talked to like, we're going to start you off with four subjects because out. we don't care. That's basically what she said. Oh, God, i got to bleep it out. Okay. 24 minutes. I remember that. Well, I've got to do a lot of editing anyway. So it's you talked to Mrs. M. Yeah, I'm talking about Mrs. M. Um, but that's fine. It's completely fine. Yeah. Um, I had some good sub... I, I'm not going to name subjects because I don't want to get too specific, but I had seven sevens, one six, a five, and a C. I'm going to name a subject. <laughs> Oh, go on. This is your eight, isn't it? Yes, which was religious studies. I got an eight. I got one mark off of nine. Got it remarked. Still got one mark off of a nine. Yikes. I'm I'm still slightly annoyed um, about uh, my mock um, for English language. Oh, okay. Mainly because we had two mocks leading up to it. We had a year 10 mock and a year 11 mock. So we had a year 11 in January so, or no, November. we had them in December. Was it December? Okay, so it was in the middle of that. And then we had a summer uh, year 10 exam, mock exam. Yeah. And both times, and I don't know if this is just because my style of writing was what my English teacher taught me, so she was like really looking out for the things that she likes in writing. Hmm. Um, or if my issue was that because something that i'm not very good at is um reading the question because oh, sometimes sometimes i read it and i think i know what i've read and i start writing about it but then i haven't read the specifics of it and i completely have dodged what was actually being asked yeah I, and I that is that is specifically detrimental to any english exam and that's what i think i did but I, obviously I don't know that case. But in both my mocks, I got nines in both of my mocks. And then in my actual thing, I got a six. So I went from an A, a double star down to a B, which was, um, I don't know, it was, I, I, I'm happy with it. Like, my yeah. GCC results are nice and consistent. And they're pretty nice. Like, I wouldn't want anything less than that, to be honest, because I am, I'm one of those kids. Um, but I still feel, I don't know, I feel disappointed because I know that, I have achieved better previously. Yeah, but um, yeah. wait, you did Macbeth as well, didn't you? Yeah. I love that question about the porter. It was an interesting one, but, but you just had to talk about. Um, you know what? I I laughed in my head so much relief. because I asked someone the week before. Um, I was asking them about the porter scene, and I was saying I think it actually could be. Um, it's got really good uh, links, and they said, "Oh, our class hasn't even looked at it. It's not important." Then it came up in the exam, and I was laughing, thinking, "This has already given me an advantage. The whole class hasn't looked at it, and we studied it for at least a week." Yeah, because my class, I don't think we did look at it in depth. I think we did go through that scene, but it wasn't like some classes who literally just didn't even read that scene. Because I, I know some classes did that. Um, but I, I know our class didn't go in depth with it because I know that there was in the major scenes, obviously like the first scene and Macbeth being killed scene. We'd actually done like drama performance in our English lesson for it. Yeah. Um. But we definitely didn't do that scene, and I'm pretty sure all we did was read that scene and move on to the next one. And we definitely didn't discuss things like how that scene was used for comedic relief because there was a lot going on before and after it. Yeah. In terms did. of death. And then all the links to the devil. And yeah, so I think where I lost marks was probably not reading the question on probably a different question than that one, and then also me getting 
mm, poor marks on that as well, probably. Because mm. um, there's a lot of marks in English papers. There's a lot. Of, there's a 30 marker in our media studies exam, paper two. That I wouldn't say I'm scared about, but it is daunting knowing that you're meant to spend an hour on one question in yeah. a two and a half hour exam. That is very odd. Like it's plus it's not it's not even like it's specific down to one thing. Like you've got to discuss two different long form television dramas. Yeah. And then you've also got to shove in like a theory, like a different theory to every single paragraph you do. Yeah. And also discuss context and narrative and bit like a cult isn't it representations it's it's horrendous there's so much welcome to the cult of media you must do this in every paragraph well it's called a synoptic paragraph because basically you just talk about everything that you've learned yeah also you've got to use like examples from it so you've got like if you make a point about a representation of like ethnicity let's say you have to back up that point so you have to know an example of that within that uh, long-form television drama that you're talking about yeah. and also because because it's so many paragraphs you probably got to talk about that same point for both tv dramas you got to remember that yeah. so if we talked about the shringe do podcast if we were studying that for our a-level media then we would oh, I'd love that then we would say there is a lack of there are many it. lacks of representation but it's a very good very good show <laughs> there's a severe lack of representation specifically of um gender Gen- we've never had a female sexuality. ethnicity Sexuality? <laughs> Actually, can we say sexuality because we made reference to someone who is gay, but we haven't acknowledged that they were gay? What? We've mentioned Luke before. Oh, yeah, yeah. Everyone knows now. Uh... <laughs> well, there you go. That... He's a friend of Dorothy's. Who's Dorothy? It's a saying. Um, a friend of Dorothy's. Oh. It means a gay man. Oh. And I think it originates from um... The Wizard of Oz, but anyway. Interesting. I've got all these bits of paper now from where I've tried to scavenge my um, GCC results stuff. Anyway, we don't even want to talk about GCC results. We want to talk about A-levels. I know, that was meant to be a short section and we transitioned. So now we get on to the bit where we uh, come in uh, on the first day and it was us and the Year 7s because it's only those two groups that go in on the first, on the first day. day. It's like a little induction day thingy. Yeah. It's all. I remember Year Seven induction day. It was the queue, yeah. the 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 meal deal queue, like the the canteen queue. I always got a meal deal, anyway, so I'm calling it the meal deal queue. But it's just the general queue. Um, it was on the induction day. It felt packed because it's like, oh my god, there's so many Year Sevens that I don't know, and they're all queuing up and pushing me around. Then you hit the second day, and you added Year Eight, Year Nine, Year Ten, Year Eleven. Oh. Sometimes six form, but they jumped the queue, so yeah. it didn't really matter. But it still made things take longer. Like, there have honestly been some horrendous, like, crushing moments waiting in the queue. Oh, I thought you meant physically well, crushing. No, I, no, we both physically and mentally. Oh. Like, actually, yeah, I did mean physically. <laughs> like, being crushed, waiting for the queue. Because basically, um, obviously COVID stopped a lot of this, and I would skip the queue since year 12, so I haven't noticed it. Yeah. Uh, and I don't even know if they still did it. No, because they used the... the um, you know, like, in airports, you have those little barrier things with the little, like, tape p- thing that you... I've never been to an airport, to. but I think I know what you're on about. You know, you know the thing where you have, like, two poles, and then you grab the, like, rope thing on the end, and then oh, you yeah. attach it to the other end? Like a film yeah. premiere kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what um, you mean. They, they, I think they used them, them since year 11. I think, right, can we just br- bring those up? 
Um, when there's no one in the queues, I know you have them at theme parks and lots of other places as well. When there's no one in the queues, I find it annoying when you have to go through those barriers and walk around all the zigzag. That is so funny because my brother being at uni, he's got a lot of international friends. Yeah. And he's got a German friend and he's got a story about this exact thing oh, in an airport. Where basically, because Brits are built up on this like queue system and they don't want to like break the way something's been made, right? right? We would walk around that. We would walk in that zigzag yeah. to the front. Whereas the, my, bro my brother's friend, who's German, he, he literally walked up to the first gate, took the thing off, walked around, like, he, he removed the thing oh, okay. and then reattached it just each time walking in a straight line. Oh. That is not brilliant. <laughs> it's not, but it's, it's very German. It's efficient. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You just see all us but, English people going round the whole thing and then the Germans just walking through. <laughs> yeah. And then... I, I want to talk about these, uh, like, I don't know, I'm going to call them Q divider. Dividers, yeah. That. That's not the name for them, but I'm going to call it that. But before before they existed as the Q, like, marker in, I think it was year 11, or at least year 12, um, we had um, the bag racks as the divider, and the issue is they're on wheels, they creak around, everyone's shaking them. And because they move around on wheels, they're constantly getting wider and thinner by the students being crushed and wanting to push to the front. Yeah. So um, what ends up happening is there's like an expansion at the front. So there's like a blob where like it's a choke point before you get into the canteen. Um, and then it constantly gets thinner as um, a member of staff comes to like push you back. Like chip day was horrendous. Friday chip day. That is horrendous. Yeah, oh. Um, Friday is always bad. horrendous. Yeah. yeah. Right, let's, let's actually move on now to year 12, because that's a wonderful perk of year 12, is not having to deal with that. You just walk straight up, get what you want, and leave. Yeah, and um, um, I think as we were on meals, I know we would have come to it later, but let's come to it now. Um, the meals have all changed. We'll do meals as a section, because... You know, it's a good section. Yeah. Uh, the meals have significantly changed since coronavirus, hasn't it? Yeah, quite a bit. Because we've they're, got they're, our they're own tiny... Features. We've, we've only got our tiny... We've got our tiny... Um, what is it? Like a takeaway hut thing. I don't know what you call it. In the sick form block no, now. I guess. Grab and go. <laughs> yeah, that's what it's called. That sounds like a name of like a... <laughs> what? <laughs> What's it called? A brothel? Oh, Stuart. Oh, I can't believe you've just done that. Beep it out, go on. Just... I will. Good. 35 minutes. What was it? 24 minutes and 35 minutes now. Yeah. Oof. Okay. Alright. You make me do more work. Great. Thanks very much. <laughs> it's fun trying, anyway. isn't it? Well, I should make you edit. Like... You have no clue what's going on, but I should just shove you the audio files and this, say, there you go, I deal with it. I think this episode will be a bit of a nightmare to edit, but... I'm going to spend, like, three times as long editing I'll make sure next episode is much easier. I wish. I wish it was that easy as well. Yeah. And back to uh, the storyline. Um, we are now in year 12. Well, in the story. 
and we are taking all of our subjects and it's our first lessons of the subjects. Oh yeah, I mean, I did four subjects. Most people in sixth form, they expect to drop down to three, yeah. unless you're really like going for like a super top uni. Um, or if it still, I don't know, if you're still motivated to do it, then go for four. But what I'd recommend to anyone doing A-levels is do go, go for four subjects with the intention to drop down to three. Yeah. Um, because most unis will give you three, like, unless you're Oxbridge and you're going for a really technical course. They'll only ask for three. Why do they call it specialist. Uh, Oxbridge and not like Camesford? Um, probably because Camesford sounds a lot worse than Oxbridge. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and they wanted to merge it some way, so there you go. Yeah. It's just the Thames split, isn't it? Is it the Thames? Yeah, it's the Thames split. I think so. Um, Oxford is underneath it. Oxford is upwards from us, isn't it? I can't remember. I can't remember where Oxford is. And I don't even know if it's the Thames that splits it. Yeah. You find out. You can swim the Thames and I find thought out. It was, I thought it was something like that. Because that's why they do the boat race th through the Thames. Yeah. You know, Oxford... Cambridge is more north than Oxford, but Oxford is still more north than London, and that's where the Thames runs through. Yeah. But I don't know if the Thames, like, branches up uh, after that. I didn't realise... I, I know this is uh, really off-topic... I just want to bring this up with London when you're talking about... I didn't realise Boris Johnson's been in politics since uh, the 2000s. Well, yeah, because he was mayor of London. No, but bef even, even before that. Well, that's what happens with politicians. Yeah. You can look up old pictures of Theresa May. They're pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> I just didn't know... Um, Oops. But he existed before then. It's like uh, Donald Trump ran in 2000, didn't he? Yeah, that was interesting. And that that's, that's a strange thing as well, because most people think that the Trump president uh, Simpsons episode was them predicting it, but they were just going off of what happens if he was in 2000. We'll get back to the topic momentarily, but the weirdest thing about all this Simpsons predictions is that they sometimes they're a really big coincidence but the one that i couldn't not think of as a coincidence was uh lisa when she was the president in an episode wore exactly the same as um the vice president wore to her inauguration and it was literally exactly the same outfit well there is there is a thing with the first or the soon-to-be first lady when it's inauguration day because they wear purple yeah. specifically because it shows um, it's it's the it's the colour that's in between blue and red, which is the two colours of the two parties. So it's supposed to show like support for both sides, like gratitude kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I found that out. Yeah. This inauguration that's just gone. I, I, I didn't want to say her name because I can't remember it fully and I don't want to pronounce it wrong. Kamala Harris? Oh, that's her name. Is it, yeah, that, is it Kamala or Kamala? That's what I was thinking. I want to say because it's like American pronunciations, I think they say Kamala. I want to say. Yeah. But I'm not sure. Or like Kamala. I don't know. 
Come on, 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 come I, well, I think we're going to do year 10 this episode. Yeah, oh, no, year 12 this episode. Year 13 next episode. Yeah. I think we'll have to do that. Because this episode is not only like the year 12, but it's also like a sing song. So this is um, normal school life and the first lockdown this episode. Yes. So I started uh, sixth form with um, IT, maths. I did start with you, yeah. but not as a subject. <laughs> you could have done. You could have studied with, uh, me if you want. Oh no! Um, I studied IT, maths, um, biology, and I'm make that an official subject. The life media of studies. Torn. I'm studying Stuart Torn studies. <laughs> yes, and I'm studying the Schmied. The species of Schmied. Yes. It's the circle of um, Right. Um, yeah. And uh, why did you choose those subjects? I chose those subjects because I had because I had a lot of clashes. Actually, oh. I did I did look at a neighbouring school for sixth form. Um, because... A neighbouring school. Yes, a close school. Oh, I no, thought you meant one city, that made so. you do like blue collar jobs. No, <laughs> like going down the mines. We're gonna start doing manual labour. <laughs> no, um, but I had a clash there anyway, so I was like, yeah, I might as well stay where I am. Um, so I dropped biology like after a week because my clash was with chemistry in that position. And I was like, yeah, biology is similar to chemistry. And I also got a seven in biology, just like I did in chemistry. And then I was like, this is boring as hell. No offense to biology. Well, I wouldn't say it's boring as hell. I, lo I learned a lot about sugar. Um, but to be honest... I think it wasn't my thing because I was expecting it to be like chemistry, and it wasn't. So, I mean, what what, what was I trying to expect? I think you're, I, I did you're more into and chemistry. GCC. You're more into sugar by maroon five than sugar in biology. That's probably <laughs> true. To be fair. Sugar, yes, please. I'm not even going to try and do the really high bit. Oh God. <laughs> You might want to beat that. You might oh, I'm not going to beat that. Everyone needs to hear you hitting that high note. Actually, in my singing lessons, I have done falsetto stuff before. Um, I'm not great at it, but I'm not horrendous at it. Like, when my singing teacher said, um, usually the first time boys try it, it's just like voice crack city. Yeah. Uh, and I was actually quite balanced with it, so that's all right. Yeah. So, um, year 12. Yeah, that's... Oh my god, we've gone way off track so, so we've talked about musicals, presidential debates, Maroon 5. Yeah. The various other things. And that and Year 12, a bit. Q markers. Oh yeah. I thought you... Wait, wait. Oh. I thought you said Q markers and that some guys called Marcus are going to come on the podcast. Marcus, the guy with the Q. Like, Q Marcus. <laughs> um, anyway, um, I can't even remember where my train of thought was. Oh yeah, I did. So I, I dropped biology quite quickly. That was um, horrendous. 
uh, in my yeah. opinion, it probably won't be horrendous for you. Um, the audience that is not you specifically, Stuart. Because yeah, no. um, I, <laughs> I can't expect you to do biology A level. No. Um, and everything was going swimmingly. I would say um, we had some we had some fun moments in year twelve. I remember the first um, media studies mock NEA. We had to make some posters. That was interesting. Oh, do you remember um, my ones? Yours were interesting with your like brown stain in the water because it leaks. It was mold. all based on intertextuality, wasn't it? And I made th- it was Jaws on that one. Was I it? made we're making children adverts. Yeah, I made three adverts and I ended up showing two. You saw all three of them because I made one that was intertextuality of ET, where ET's hand was giving. I thought that was all right. Giving Elliot the wave bottle, and then I made the uh, one with the spy who dumped me of Ruby and louise and it said wait say bye bye hashtag bye bye bo and um that, <laughs> that was the worst hashtag ever it's the worst Both. hashtag or the best hashtag both what do you say you blurred out again no well um and i had bye bye bo on luke's one as well and it, it was jaws and his bo was stinking the shark away yeah that was an interesting use of Photoshop, I must say. Um, yeah, mine mine were interesting. I did Wave advert for um, Talk, the song Talk by Khalid and Moonlight, um, which is a film. Yeah. I think it's a film, or is it a TV series? I have no clue. I didn't even know when I was doing it. I was just like, yeah, that poster looks nice. I'll make an intertextuality of that poster. Plus, it was released like a couple years ago, and it had good representation of ethnicity, so... I went with it. Yeah, representation is something very important in media, isn't it? It Not is. These it, days. These days. Yeah. Everything goes back to that. Because back back in the day, I know we weren't alive, and I sound like a really old man. Back in back, the day, back, <laughs> it didn't matter as much, did it? Anyone could uh, be in a film, and you wouldn't have to have a reason for why they were in it. They just wanted it to be popular with an audience. Now um, they know that if it, they need to be popular. To be popular with an audience, they need to have these representations. Yeah. Whereas before they just put people in. It's basically like targeting a wider audience because they're like, it's showing that inclusion. So like if you had someone from France uh, who, and you wanted it to appeal to them, you might put a French person in your product. Potentially. If you're looking for, if you think France is going to be a, like a wide audience bracket for whatever you're making, then go for it. Um, yeah. But if it's not, then maybe you could look elsewhere. It's just, that's what it's like. Um, yeah. Year 12 was strange, and then COVID hit, so... Um, then we got into the lot I remember... Hold on, I need, I need to make this reference. Do you remember Media Studies, so our teacher, Mrs. W, um... If truth be told, um, if I truth do. be told, we do remember that. If yeah. truth be told is our favourite saying. <laughs> She's been watching so much Gavin and Stacey recently, or something. I don't know. It's just I didn't. You know, you noted this in like January of yeah. year twelve, and, and you didn't notice. You hadn't noticed it before. I hadn't I'd noticed, noticed it, it several times. I swear, especially now that we're on online lessons. Uh, on Microsoft Teams, I swear there's not a single lesson that goes by without me noticing that she says it. Yeah. Like, it is stupid how much 
Mrs. W says, if truth be told, is funny. Yeah. Uh, and I'm lo I love that I'm muted in that as well, because then I just, like, laugh a bit. Um, yeah. But, yeah, that is... There's nothing wrong with having favourite sayings. I mean, I probably have some as well that I'm not even aware of. Like, what, um, um, like do, you, do you go up to people and say um, how you... F I actually, that's what I say. That's what I say. When I talk to some people on the phone... I pretend to be Yorkshire and go, hey, op chop, how you fiddling? Oh, God. <laughs> it depends if I uh, like them or not. Um, if I, when I say like them or not, I mean, if I don't like them, then um, I might say more to annoy them. Uh, <laughs> Stuart, I have your saying. I have your saying right What's here. What's my saying? Your favourite saying. Actually, you only really say it in media studies because it's only really when it comes up. But your favourite saying is when you say, the youths of these days. Oh yeah, the kids these days and the youths. The youths. <laughs> yeah, I do call them youths and hooglands or whatever you call them. Hooligans. No, hooglands. What's hooglands? It's, it's another word for hooligans. Oh. Right, Stuart, we've talked so much about year 10 and we've actually got more to talk about, year to be 12. honest. You mean? I uh, <laughs> Okay. Alright. Year 12. My brain hurts today. Okay, alright. What was I saying? Right, so we've talked a lot about year 12, but we still have a lot more to talk about. So I think we'll pick this back up next episode, where we'll also talk about year 13, probably, if we don't get carried away like we definitely did in this episode. Um, so. Well, we might call this episode Around the Houses with Shmeed and Stu. <laughs> I'm going to call it, I'm going to call this episode Schmin Stew, the musical, and then brackets, and we talk about year 12 a bit. And politics. And politics. And queuing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Should we do Ice for the Week, then? Well. No. Well, you do. No, we shouldn't. <laughs> what? <laughs> just, no, we shouldn't do it in a week. <laughs> we should. We should. I just wanted to um, bring something up, which I... That's what I was going to bring up. Um, Cockney rhyming slang, how much do you know? Uh, the basics, the absolute basics. Tomorrow, which will be before the episode comes out anyway, yep. um, I'm doing a quiz in drama. Oh, and okay. What I've done is I've got a page of Cockney rhyming slang. Okay. And um, I'm going to ask them to find ask found out what it means. And I thought if I just said a few to you to see if you knew what they meant. Okay, all right. Do do three. Do three. We'll do four Two. because I like number four. Okay, do your best four. Okay, so it's just opening uh, slide last slide twenty four. Yes, I've got twenty four slides to cover the answer. Right, so. What is a crowded space? So, oh, that, oh, you've got your crowded space today. That's using the sentence. Your crowded space today. No, your crowded space. So, crowded space is the phrase. Use it in a sentence. So, is it. So, I, I used it. So, have you got your crowded space today? I, I should say it in a more cockney voice. Have you got your crowded space today? Crowded space. Place. Is a. It's a... What is it? Suitcase. Oh, okay. Um, 
What is Scotch mist? I want this oh, I'm, so, I'm as well. so Scotch mist. Mift? No, it's. <laughs> Great, I'm blurring that as well. What's your uh, borrow and beg? I don't know. It's an egg. Oh, it's an egg. And. Um, what is near and far? Near and far. A bar. No, it was close. It was it was a bar. A bar. No. Well, like where you have drinks. Yeah. That's what I said. I thought you said a bra. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. That was just my ears. So okay, yes, I, I think now we should do item of the week. Now we should, yeah. Uh, I've brought in something very nice. It cost me uh, money. Money, nine pounds on Amazon. Oh, did, uh, did you leave eight pounds another review? No, this isn't the Wi-Fi card that I had to leave that review for. This is something else, thank you. Okay, I was going to say, if it was that, I might not rate it very high. <laughs> um, I have bought something that is a collectible. Oh, I, specific... do love, I do like collectibles. You're in my, you're in my zone. There are, they are something where, if there's rare ones, although they've only been released very recently, like this is a very new thing to collect. Yeah. Um, the very rare ones already are picking up some value, yeah. um, which is quite nice. Um, so I bought this not only because I like the character, I like who plays the character in what it is. It's a film. Um, and um, it was obviously quite cheap, so it's quite a risk-free investment in the off chances that it does appreciate in price, which basically means that it goes up in price. Yeah. Um, yeah. In a worst-case scenario, I'm losing five quid, which I would have paid for anyway for it to just look nice there. Um, so, I bought in a Star Wars Funko right. Pop. Oh, can I guess? Yeah, guess what character it is. Actually, can I tell you what film it was from? I, I, I think I've got a guess, though. It's from Solo. I know, that's, that's what I thought. Is it Lando? It is Lando Carriage. I saw it on a group chat. <laughs> yeah, oh, sorry, you know it already. I didn't know you, that was the item until you said uh, Funko Pop. And I, was, I, I do like that idea, though. You got it... Um, quite a good price. Um, yeah, it's a young Lando Carrigian from the so film Fun Solo. Funko Pops, they do, they do go up in price. I've got quite a few myself, and I say quite a few, I've got about ten. Um, <laughs> yeah. I've got uh, the whole set of Men in Black International ones. Nice. So, yeah, I do like my Funko Pops. Um, mine's a bobble, so mine's oh, a bobble Oh, it's a bobble. Um, so it's a you, can't, you can't take yeah. it off its platform, which is a bit annoying, because I know some you can. Um, and the bobble, because it's obviously got a spring in it and it's going to be different from each one, uh, his head is slightly lent to one side, but not a lot. Like, it's not noticeable, yeah. especially when it's on my desk. So, um, but I, I got Lando of, specifically. They're made out of vinyl, aren't they? Yes. And um, I think that's a good... You know what? Let's just rate this now, because I think you know my opinions. On Can I give one more reasoning? Uh, yes, I'll give you valid reasoning. So what I'll do is I'll rate it and then give reasoning. Okay. So I'm I, gonna put this. Can, in... Let me let me let me just one thing. I've got one thing that I want to mention about this Punko Pop, right? Right. I okay. bought it specifically because it's the the person who plays Lando Carrigian in the solo film is Donald Glover, and I just like. Oh yes. I just like him, like full stop. You know um, what? That's already changed my opinion. 
because okay. I like I like his work with music under yeah. the name of Childish Gambino, uh, and I like what he's done for the comedy scene and for the TV scene. He's made stuff like Atlanta. That was and pretty he was damn in good. The Lion King, wasn't he? The new one. He was in. He was a voice. Yeah. Yeah. Um. You know what? This is either going to go in the pretty good or the top tier. Well, where are you going to put it, Stu? Are you going to be generous or are you going to be pessimistic? <laughs> We've got a lot in the pretty good tier, so I'm going to put it in the top tier. Yes, winner! And I was going to put it, I was going to say it's a definite good tier before, and then you mentioned Donald Glover, and now I was just like, oh yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> so yeah. Because if, if Landau Coalition wasn't played by Donald Glover... I'd still assuming... put it near the top of Pretty Good, but it wouldn't have been... Yeah. Just... Assu assuming that Lando wasn't played by Donald Glover, and it wasn't played by someone who was, like, upon the same tier of people that I like, yeah. I wouldn't have bought Lando Coalition. I probably would have ended up buying, like, just, like, Kylo Ren or Stormtrooper or something, which is yeah. usually a bit more bland. I wouldn't say it's bland. It's good characters with a lot of screen time, but... I don't know. I feel like I've got more of a connection with this. Yeah. And, and I only intended to buy one as well, so... That is a very good item, and... Thank you very much. I'm, I'm, I wanted to listen to more, but have we got any time for any more, do you think? You've just gone and stolen what my line's supposed to be before. I think that's all I've got time for. <laughs> oh, but I wanted to listen to more. Oh, okay. I've changed Wrong places now. Yeah. Uh, you do all the end credits then. What, what, um, what do you, what right, you, you can to listen know? to us with Anchor Butter on your toast, and you can <laughs> get some Spotify, Spotify and cream. Um, and yeah, Instagram. You can follow us on Instagram. You can follow us on the streets. You can go on Anchor. You can get our podcast there. You can go on Google Podcasts, which might be working. You can go on Apple Podcasts, and you can <laughs> find us in many places search Schmied and Stew podcast on Google and we will be there yes um, so thanks for listening I've been Stu I've been Schmied <laughs> goodbye, goodbye. <laughs>